Hello, welcome back to On the Road. It's a very special episode for me personally today. Here in my hometown, I do have the lucky pleasure to get to spend quite a bit of time with my little sisters, my mom's two girls. They're 11 and recently turned 13. Uh, now, I, I see them quite a bit, but I get to take them uh, one day a week for like a one-on-one hangout. We get to do our own thing, and I try to change it up every once in a while so it doesn't get stale. And one week, I asked Kaylee, the younger of the two, I asked what she wanted to do on our day, and she said she wanted to do a podcast. <laughs> so my heart dissolved. It's gone now. It's melted in a puddle somewhere. Uh, it, it was a dream, and not surprisingly, one of the best conversations I've had in a while. It got real at times, and then it was real light and fun at times. She's pretty shy at first, but you can see as the conversation goes up how she warms up to it and gets more comfortable, and that's the fun part for me. But I love this little girl, and I'm so excited to show you guys just a little bit of how lucky I am to get to hang out with her. <laughs> I can't wait to get down on this brookie. Why'd you want to make a brookie? Because you made it in Pennsylvania and it didn't work out good? Well, no, because when you used to live in San Diego, you told us there was this place uh, that sold really good brookies, but we never got one because we went to another ice cream place instead of that one. No, I don't remember that. Where sold good brookie? I used to get my brookies from 7-Eleven, <laughs> so it's not really like a special place. Well, no, you said when we were at the... We were on our way to an ice cream store when you used to live in San Diego. I remember it was the and Baked Bear. Yeah, that's what it beach. was. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, and you said there was this really good brookie place. Are you sure I said brookie place? Yes, you did. I think you're remembering wrong because... No, you said it don't was Don't tell really me no. I lived there. I never... There was no brookie place. There's a cookie place. Okay, maybe that was it. Oh, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't tell you about your experience living there. Yes, there was the Cravery cookie store, and then there was Uncle Biff's Killer Co- California Cookies. I remember you saying cookies. I think that you're just crazy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you are crazy. Okay, anyways. Mm-hmm. And then when we went to Pennsylvania, we tried it out and we messed up. You try to make them? Or you yeah, try, did we you... try to make them, okay. and we, like, how I told you earlier, we have the brownie mix on the bottom, and uh-huh. then we took, like, the little square cookie dough. The pre-made? Pieces. Yeah, the pre-made, not from scratch, and we would just, like, place them every few inches around, yeah. um, and then Angie, who is um, Darren's wife, mm-hmm. and Darren's dad's friend. Um, I know Darren. Yeah. Uh, Angie, she's like, oh, no, we messed this up. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It still tastes good. Did you change the lights to purple? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't going colorblind. No. (laughs) When you were in the bathroom, I started messing with the lights because I I got bored of the blue. Well, I I left you alone for quite a while. It was a really important trip to the the bathroom. (laughs) I actually had to cut it short to save our brookies. You see, I also make sure that we're going to wait until after we record to try them so we can just assume that they came out amazing. Yeah. I would hate for you to admit to the world that my brookies were bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made them before. I have tried to do a lot of things with cookies and cookie dough. I've never tried a brookie, though. But you've had brookies before. Yeah, I've never tried to make them, okay. though. It's my first time. So we'll see what happens. That makes both of us, then. <laughs> what else do you like to make? You bake a lot, don't you? I love to bake. I don't bake a lot because... Do you I ever don't... have an easy bake oven? No. No? You just had a real... Uh, oh, wait. No, I did. You I did? did? Yeah, when uh, Jennifer and Savannah used to live with us, mm-hmm. I think they bought it, um, and we baked brownies in there once. Did it come out okay? I don't know. It's I feel like it, it was just like a... I was like five when we did it. <laughs> it's like a little light bulb. I can't imagine that it yeah. works that well. I tried one time. I had... What happened was there was a queasy bake oven for yeah. boys. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Because, you know, girls had easy bake ovens, but boys, who also <laughs> like treats, by the way, boys also <laughs> like cookies. Yeah, I know that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, you're a different generation. There was a time when it was uh, yeah. not allowed. <laughs> boys were not allowed to like to bake things. Really? I mean, not really, but it was, um. yeah, like you couldn't, you couldn't be a boy and ask for an easy bake oven for your birthday. That would be shameful. <laughs> 
which is ridiculous, but that was yeah. the mindset. So somebody in, I don't know, Hasbro or wherever the hell makes Easy Bake Ovens <laughs> said, Queasy Bake will make gross, will make dog treats. That's what I remember. It was like, it was in the shape of a bone. Dog treats. Yeah, it was. It was in the shape of a bone. And then like there was sauce or frosting or whatever. And it was like green and supposed to be gross. That was the whole thing. It was supposed to gross you out. I guess that if it's disgusting, it's for boys. That was the mindset. That's dumb. I got one. I got a Queasy Bake Oven. My grandma got it for me for my birthday or Christmas. Mimi? No, Tetha, my oh. dad's mom. And uh, and I, I tried to bake it, and I followed the instructions, but um, it didn't bake all the way. It was still doughy, but I'm like, that's fine. That's still like cookie dough. So I just <laughs> ate a, a dog bone-shaped cookie dough, and I never made anything else with it. And that is my experience. <laughs> when did you start to have an obsession with raw cookie dough? Oh, that was probably the beginning. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I uh, I hesitate to call it an obsession, but uh, so would... Yeah, <laughs> nobody can see the look you're giving me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the bad thing about podcasts. I can't see you. <laughs> no, it's helpful. It's, uh, it works out for me. <laughs> um, so here's what I remember, and I know that it goes before this, but I would say that the beginning of what you would call an obsession... Um, which I love cookie dough always. I think most pastries are better unbaked. But I was, there was a period that I was living at, with, you know, in mom and dad's house. Yeah. But they were working late. Both of them were working late at this time. So I was making my own dinners every night. They weren't getting home till very late. Uh, I was what was called a latchkey kid. You learn about that in school. It was essentially you're just kind of taking care of yourself for a little yeah. bit. Um, and we didn't have a lot of food and I didn't know how to cook. So I would just eat, I would make weird things to eat, like whatever <laughs> I knew how. So I would just have like, I had a bowl of popcorn and I would just throw a bunch of chips and croutons <laughs> and M&Ms yeah. oh. and whatever in the bowl, gummy worms and just mix it up. And that was dinner. Um, and I would do these weird things for dinner. And one day I was like, oh, we got a waffle iron. So I started making waffles. And then I started making pancakes, and I was like, oh, I'll get down some cookie dough. And that's when I made the moon pancake, which was the melted cookie dough on the pancake and the chocolate mix, uh, diabetes in a blanket, (laughs) as it's called on the streets. (laughs) Diabetes Uh, in a blanket. It got really out of hand, and I started inviting all my friends over because, again, no one was home. So I'm like, guys, I'll make dinner. I'll make moon pancakes. So I just started making everybody uh, who would be willing to come hang out moon pancakes i also was kind of living in the garage because you were too young to remember this but daddy had there was an option when they bought the house to turn it into an extra bedroom or an extended part of the garage oh yeah i've seen those in like movies and stuff right yeah well we had one and um so there was just an extra part of the garage and i had i bought like a damaged rug from um i don't know like home depot and we had it cut to fit the form of there and I went on Craigslist and I bought like a really ugly big couch that I loved <laughs> and I just lived in the garage and I had a microwave out there and I would just eat my moon pancakes and and just play guitar and sleep in the garage and I was uh was, <laughs> I guess that really set the stage for the rest of my life <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> but it's not about me we're talking about me too much I want to talk about you okay okay what's it like being uh 11 years old in, in about 2020? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Oh, I do know. I just don't know how to explain it. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> well, What's your favorite thing in the world to do? TikTok. All right, that's not really an activity. <laughs> so you're really painting a good picture, though. Why? Uh, I, I understand this obsession, though, like of with the... Um, being stuck in the phone it's very addicting it's designed to be addicting but you're also pretty active like way more active than i was so what's like your favorite thing to do uh when you're not on a screen Mm. which by the way i'm not judging because when i was your age and even now uh, most of my time was on a screen too it was just uh, movies i watched so many movies so uh, i Um, did the same thing you're way more active than i ever was or will be probably rollerblading or biking what you like better or rock climbing if when dad's take when dad takes me. I can't rollerblade. I always try and I always fall down like crazy. Mm-hmm. I never figured it out. Have you ever been ice skating? Uh once or twice. I know once. Yeah. But I don't I think I went twice, I'm not sure. 
I used to go ice skating quite a bit. I was never very good at it. I kind of looked like a baby penguin learning how to walk. <laughs> like, you ever see Happy Feet? Yeah. If He never figured out how to walk. That's how I look like on the ice. <laughs> this, ice skating is supposed to be, like, a really good, like, a cool way to meet girls. Because it's, like, pretty <laughs> girls. It's true. Pretty girls would invite me, like, hey, you want to come ice skating with us? I'm like, heck yeah. And they're like, you know, they're supposed to stumble and fall and you catch them. And it's very <laughs> romantic. But I was the one falling. So <laughs> it was never... <laughs> It was never like a really, I never sealed the deal, uh, but uh, you know, I tried. I sure tried yeah. to stand on my two feet on the ice. I keep looking at that Berkey and I was like, I need to eat it. Yeah, you need to calm down. <laughs> it's going to cool down and then we'll get into it, I promise. Okay. It's still going to be there. Leia's not going to jump in and eat your Brookie. Well. No, she won't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She won't. She only eats brown chips. She eats what I give her. Sometimes me and Dad and Morgan... Going a bike ride around the block. I love riding my bike. I know. You ride your bike everywhere. Everywhere. I try. I try to ride everywhere. I uh, I like um, just the change of perspective. It's nice. It's very freeing. You probably don't appreciate that as much because you don't have a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Even when you're driving, it's different than driving in the passenger seat. It's weird to be driven anywhere now because I drive so much. You know, yeah. I have my own car. There's no really... Very rarely do I carpool, and if I do, I'm the one driving. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's like a weird experience, I find, um, being in somebody's passenger seat. Being on the bicycle, I love it. You're, they got the wind in your hair, and it's just, even if it's a route that you know very well, it's a very different experience. Yeah. I treasure it very much. It gives me very a lot of peace. I rode my bike a lot. I... Um, I rented a bike when I was in Ireland one time. I don't know if I told you the story. I think you did. About the Gap of Dunlow. Oh, yeah, you, you told me that. I did. Well, I'm going to tell you again because okay. we're recording and, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to sound interesting. <laughs> but I, was, I rented a bicycle and there's a Gap of Dunlow. It's this very gorgeous um, trail. Um, it's called a Gap because it's a mountainous pass, but there's two mountains on either side and, and like a plain down the middle. And there's a bunch of like rivers that run through and a water... Um, not waterfalls, but there's bridges over the water and it's gorgeous. And so I took my bike and then it's just constantly raining Yeah. in Ireland in general, but particularly in this, in the gap, it was just constantly raining until I got high enough in elevation that I'm just, I'm realized, oh, it's not raining. I'm inside of a cloud. <gasps> like I'm just riding my bicycle inside of a cloud. And so like the, it's not falling rain. It's just still, you're, you're riding your bike through still particles of rain. You've been inside a cloud before? Yes, I have. The only time on a I've, bicycle. The only time I've been inside a cloud is when we were flying in one of the plane arms, mm-hmm. I guess you would call it. Yeah, yeah. Went through the cloud and I thought it was really cool. It is really cool. Or like one time the plane like went through a cloud but I never got to like actually go through. Well, just so you know, you have been in clouds many times because that's what fog is. Fog is just oh, a yeah, cloud. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. So the ground heats up and then the water rises and that's a cloud. So it's essentially that. But this was because the elevation was so high. It was yeah. in the sky, like I was riding through. But it, 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 it doesn't feel any different. It's just like riding through fog. But um, yeah, so I went through the, as far as I could go, and I was just exhausted, and I was beat. I'd never really ridden in that kind of incline before. Um, and then I said, I got to turn around, because I rented the bicycle. I didn't own it. Yeah. And I said, I got to get back by this time. And I was running out of time. So I was like, dang. So I turned around. I, didn't, I, I got as far as I could go. Uh, which was pretty far, and as high up as I could go. The rest of it was downhill, but I'm like, how far till I get back to town? So I turned around, and I went back the way I came, and it was still very beautiful. I didn't, I didn't miss any sights. Yeah. But when I got back to the store, I told the guy that I rented from, I said, man, I had to turn around. He goes, what? Where were you? And I was like, and I described it to him, and he pulled out a map. He goes, look, if you had just gone <laughs> down the hill, you would have been back in town. <laughs> so I... <laughs> You would have, <laughs> you would have been here. <laughs> so I turned around. I went double the trip. I mean, which is fine because I got to do the trip yeah. twice. But yeah, if I had just pushed through, <laughs> I would have already been there. <laughs> I mean, what's the limit playing late? Mom's late every single day to every I had place. To, uh, but I would have to pay another oh, yeah. day. And on this trip, I only That's had. True. I wasn't working on the trip, so I, I didn't want to pay a whole other day for the bicycle. That's like a whole other day of. Of sleep <laughs> of, yeah I was paying per day to sleep in a hostel so you know what a hostel is no it's kind of like a it's kind of like a hotel for travelers but everybody shares in a room it's like a dorm room 
So there's like oh. six bunk beds and a bunch of strangers <laughs> sleep together in a room. And I was living, I was hopping around in those all over Europe for a while. Ireland's in Europe? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, you have... Uh, I thought Ireland was a country. It is a country. Europe is a continent. Oh, I like, thought Europe was a country. No, Europe is a continent, just like North America is a continent. It's kind of confusing because we're America, the United yeah. States of America, but Canada is America too, and Mexico is America. It's North America. And then there's South America, which is like Brazil. So, um, yeah, we're in the continent of North America, but we're in the country of the United States. Yeah. So Ireland is a country in the continent of Europe. Okay. And then there's Antarctica, which is its own continent. And then um, there's Australia, which is its own continent. But I think those are the only two that are... I don't know the rules of Antarctica. There might be different territories, actually. But um, if I'm not mistaken, Australia is the only continent that's only a country. It's like its own that's thing. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. I probably, I'm probably getting a lot of this wrong. It probably sounds dumb. Mm. I'm probably not. I'm not a geography guy. I'm getting better at it, though. I'm trying. Sounds right to me because I'm just like 11 and That's don't the know anything about this. Yeah, if you speak with authority, people will believe anything you say. <laughs> but the problem about putting it online is that uh, people can fact check you. So yeah. <laughs> in conversation, I can appear very intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> just not so much on, on paper, though. <laughs> All right, so I have a theory that. Oh, gosh, here we go. What the I'm heck? just kidding. What is this? <laughs> What? No, no, no. Explain yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. What do you mean, here we go? What does that mean? I have a theory. Here we go. What do you think? What do you think happens when I start a sentence that way? What are you expecting? Tell me. Maybe you you're can gonna, teach me about it. You're going to say something weird. Okay. Weird and nerdy. Weird and nerdy. That's what you think of me? I mean, it's not highly inaccurate, but I have a theory. It, it shouldn't... Okay. All right. Well, I guess I've done this to myself. Go ahead and say your theory. I'm going to tell you my theory. I just wanted to get to the bottom of this attack you just thrust upon me. So I have a theory, Kaylee, that when we're young, when we're children, at our core, and we haven't had the world and time jade us and pile different opinions upon us and... Um, um, different uh, expectations to please and, and different masks that we've learned to concoct and wear and dress ourselves in. You're probably the purest version of you that you'll ever be. You'll grow and develop into a person. But uh, even little babies have personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those are kind of our truest versions of ourselves. That's my theory. So I want to ask you some questions okay. as you're still young. And I'd be very curious to see just simple things. Okay. All right. Can I can I yeah. ask you just your opinions on some things? Yeah. Okay. Just softball questions. You know what softball questions means? No, I know what softball is. Well, softball is like the <laughs> ball is soft and it's much larger than a baseball, so it's easier to hit. It's not soft. They are softer, softer than a baseball. Uh, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You don't know? Well, when it gets thrown at you, it kind of hurts. Well, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. I'm just saying oh, yeah. it's easier to hit. Okay. Right. It's not a t-ball question. It's a softball question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You ready? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm over your explanations. <laughs> All right, softball question for Kaylee. Uh, how do we achieve world peace? By being nice. By being nice. Easy. I agree with that. World hunger. Solve it. Go. Um, feed everyone. How do you do it? <laughs> you feed the homeless if they don't have any food. That's a good one. Prioritize the homeless. Needy. I like it. We're already getting answers. <laughs> uh, how do we end racism? Uh, we help the people who are racist understand that black people aren't different than white people. We're all the same. Oh, see, I really like that answer. Like, because, first of all, uh, I appreciate that you bring up uh, black people, but it's all different oh, yeah. nationalities. You can be racist against anybody, but... I don't know if you realized how uh, intensely accurate I think your answer is. Help the people who are intolerant understand that they're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, that we are all the same. That's actually a really good answer. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't know how to answer that. A lot of people will actually give up on that answer. You'll find the answer is often racism will be here forever. 
that it's just uh, how it is. I personally disagree with that. I uh, I understand the the uphill battle. I've heard it described as utopian. You know what that means? No. Utopian means um, like perfection, a perfect world. It's the opposite of dystopian, which means everything's going to fall apart, which is kind of like this year in 2020. Mm. It's a very dystopian future. Yeah. Everything's kind of falling apart. There's yeah. disease and chaos and injustice and hatred. Uh, but utopian is where everything works out great. Everything's perfect. It's like Eden. You know what Eden is, right? No. The Garden of Eden. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, that was a, that was a utopia. So your answer of, uh, of let's just educate. Let's just show people okay. who have this wrong idea in their head that uh, they're, that we're all the same. Okay. I think that's that's kind of what I was looking for. Not that I was looking for a specific answer. Oh, yeah. But when I say I wanted to ask a child who has the pure, at their core, just the purest form, that's an answer that I don't think I would get from most adults. Yeah. <laughs> so just, I, I want you to realize that, uh, how powerful your perspective is. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Let's see, what other softball questions? How can we save the world? Uh, are there aliens? Um, I don't know. You don't know? What do you think, if you had to guess? Um, if it was a, if it was an A or B Yes or no, on a test, what would you circle? Are there aliens in the universe, not on Earth? Oh. Well, obviously not on Earth, but... <laughs> what? Not obviously, because you know what? Your daddy would probably ground you if you said that. Your daddy <laughs> is... I was talking... He's a very big alien guy. Did you know that? Not at all. Your dad is super into aliens. Like he in is the, not. Yes, he You're is. You're joking. No, talk to him about it. He's <laughs> super into aliens. Um, and I'm not saying he's wrong, but I was actually talking to him about it yesterday. And <laughs> he, he made the very bold claim. He says, anybody who doesn't think that aliens have visited the earth just haven't educated themselves on the issue. <laughs> uh, and he's not necessarily wrong because I have not yet educated myself on the issue. That's a very real theory that people have. It's like uh, there's a lot of evidence to point to that. I don't know if I'm convinced by it, but I also <laughs> haven't educated myself on it, so I can't really say. Uh, it's also an important thing to know. Don't make, yeah. don't take wild positions if you haven't educated yourself, yeah. even if it seems obvious, right? We well, should always be open to learning things. Yeah. I would say no because facts or scientists haven't proven um, any alien life. Hmm. So until... Unless you ask your daddy. He also has told me science has proven <laughs> that aliens exist. Speaking of music, mm. um, which you're a, a, an accomplished violinist, aren't you? Sure. Yeah, I heard you playing mm. yesterday. Uh, Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. It was and then, incredible. And then yesterday night when you were in the garage mm -hmm. before I went to sleep I learned how to play the um, I don't know the words to the song but it's like I was also um, just not to interrupt but I was playing my guitar in the garage when you just say when you were in the garage out of context I sound like a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> when you were just hanging out in the garage quietly <laughs> well I didn't mean that I meant I like you when you were in the garage playing your guitar it's not just you and me I have to share I know. this so it just sounds like I'm a creep <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, though. Go it's ahead. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know the words of the song, but it's like, um, I forgot the tune. Frere Jaca? Yeah, that, that one. Mm -hmm. How do you know which one I was talking about? I just, that's one of the introductory songs for violin. Okay. <laughs> I was like, were you listening? <laughs> no, no, I just, I took a guess. Yeah. Good guess, huh? Yeah. Um, but then I got good at it, and... My music teacher said that I could play it next week, mm -hmm. like as a solo in front yeah? of my whole violin class. And I'm How really cool! Or not violin class, drinks class. Uh, next week, huh? Yeah, we have it every week on Fridays. Is this your first time doing a solo? Like in front of an audience? Well, it's not really a solo. I'm just going to play and see how... A solo performance? Oh, well, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Is this your first time that you've done that in front of a crowd? Just you? No, I do it in class sometimes. Like, whenever we just finished practicing a song in class, um, we would always, like, I guess, like, when we just learned a new song, she would say, okay, raise your hand if you want to do this by yourself so I can see how how you're doing just by yourself without everybody else. Yeah. And, or if you just want to. So we would do that sometimes. Cool. Yeah. You excited? Yeah. You nervous? A little bit. A little bit? 
Because if I'm gonna, I'm scared that it's gonna sound weird and glitchy over Zoom. Right. And then she's gonna think that's my playing, and I was like, Oh, I forget. Yeah, Zoom. I have yeah. to keep reminding myself you this <laughs> over the camera. That probably would make probably ease the make it less scary. Yeah, that's I don't know. True. Maybe not. I've not been in your position. You're in a whole different world. No, yeah. I hope you realize that. I mean, I don't think you're gonna be able to fully appreciate it until later in your life. But nobody's ever been through what you've been through. I know. Like, when I'm in school, and I'm going through a hard time or whatever, mom or dad could say, "You know, I know exactly how you feel." When I was in sixth grade, I know. nobody they can't knows. Say that now. <laughs> nobody knows what you're going through. <laughs> The bad thing about, well, not the bad thing, You're but like... You're a piece of history. You know that? Ooh. Think about that. People in, are going to read about... No, They are. Kidding. No, they are. You're going to have kids... Well, my generation. Yeah. You're going to have kids who are going to learn about uh, the year that they had to do online. Because this probably is going to change how we educate people. I hope so. It's definitely changing how the workforce works. You know, a lot of companies yeah. are realizing... You know, a lot of companies have suffered. A lot of businesses have suffered. More businesses have suffered than haven't. But there's a lot of businesses out there where they're like, oh, we can achieve the same amount of things that we did without making people pay to drive to work every day or without flying people all over the country to get this job done. Um, so it is changing the landscape. Yeah. And you're going to grow up and realize that you were, and you're at a good age too because you're old enough to actually retain all of this. What does that mean? Retain means like remember. Oh yeah. It stays. It stays in your head. It doesn't. It doesn't escape. I hope not. I don't want to remember this year. You're going to. You're going <laughs> to definitely remember this year. Um, it's going to uh, be a. It's going to be a big part of. Um, History. Well, yeah, but it's also like it's it's changing the game, as they say. Things are going to be different. There's going to be before and after this year. Yeah. Like forever. It's like B.C. and A.D. Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. All right. Excuse me. <laughs> Speaking of music, what's your favorite song that you've written? Oh, I don't have a favorite that I've written because oh. the most exciting thing to play is just the most newest thing that you wrote. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I won't say that for everybody. But for me, yeah, it's just whatever is the newest thing. I'm, it's it's not more exciting because you get to... Like, well, it's just new. I've been newer, some of these so. songs I've played for a decade, you know, yeah. or more. So it's like, it gets old. I know. I have a favorite song of yours. What is it? I Family Tree. I know what it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, I like that one, too. I love that one. <laughs> Why? Because it says sisters in it? I, I changed the words, you know. What? I did. I changed the words. Of that song. The There's a line. My sister's blood. Uh, or my sisters share the blood within my veins. Mm -hmm. But I wrote that song before my brother was born. And I didn't want to leave him out. So I changed it to my siblings share the blood within my veins. So now he's included. Okay. You look really upset. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> why, why is that bad? <laughs> if there's nobody else in the room and I'm playing with them, I'll just say their name. Yeah. So I'll say Kaylee's blood. Yeah, you did that once when, when you were playing your guitar in the garage. I was about to say in the garage again. <laughs> when, when, you were, when you were uh, staring into the darkness. <laughs> when you were no. quietly meditating in the garage. <laughs> no, when you were playing your guitar in the garage, mm -hmm. I went out there to see what song you were playing and yeah. just to see what you were doing. And I went in there and you had just finished playing a song. So I asked you if you could play Family Tree. And you played it and you said, um, on that line you said, and Kaylee's blood is running through my veins, or whatever the line is. I forgot. Kaylee shares the blood with you. Yeah, Kaylee shares. Your blood, blood is not in my veins. That would be. Weird. I know. <laughs> That'd be like the only time that's acceptable is if I got in a horrendous car crash and you and I had the same blood type. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have to be like eighteen to donate your blood. So. You do. Know? I think so. I don't think you have enough blood mm -hmm. in you to, um, to give me enough as a, a, a transplant. Yeah. I think you might just be like a like a fleshy <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> just well, like. You'd be like dead. <laughs> this is all for you, brother. <laughs> I'll keep your cat and your guitars. Uh, you will not keep my cat. You can have a guitar. Take your pick. But uh, the cat, the, sh I the cat will die in the grave with you. Leo will, will sleep on my grave <laughs> forever. <laughs> like that Futurama episode. You haven't seen that one. No, I have not. I'll show you. I'll show you one day. What's your favorite TV show and movie? Uh, well, right now my favorite TV show is either Supergirl or The Flash. 
You know, it's... I need to jump on the bandwagon with you. I'm so... It's like Monkey's Paw. You know what Monkey's Paw is? Monkey's Paw is a classic story. It's like a monkey's paw grants wishes, but all the wishes are tainted. So like my wish, if I had a monkey's paw wish, I'd be like, I wish my sisters were into comic books. And then you got into boring, lame CW TV shows. And I'm like, ugh, monkey's paw! But I need to just get over that and watch. Because I'm sure there's some episodes that have been really fun. Yeah. You need to show me your favorite episodes. That's what you need to do. I can't do it from start to finish. You need to I just don't show have me. favorite episodes. All right. Well, then I'm going to Google best Supergirl and best Flash episodes. Okay. And then we'll watch those. My favorite movie is probably either... No. My favorite movie is Avatar. Oh, okay. James Cameron Avatar? Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah. No, the one with the blue people? Yeah, it's James Cameron. <laughs> I was thinking of um, the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Have you watched seen, that? No, I've seen it on Netflix, though. I've never watched it. Everyone tells me it's the best show ever in the world. It is not. Well, calm down. <laughs> you haven't watched it, so you don't get to make those claims. Right? <laughs> That's the rule. That's true. That's what we said earlier. <laughs> if you haven't done it, you can't make the claims. That's why you don't get to say <laughs> aliens don't exist. And I can't either, because we haven't done the research. Also, Daddy would ground us. Well, he can't really ground you because you're an adult. He'd find a way. He's really passionate about his aliens. I asked asked him about religion uh, recently, and he said, yeah, I think God is aliens. That's what he thinks. Really? Uh, Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, like, it's, it's, um, it's an unknown, right? If we think of, if we think of a higher power uh, as an unknown entity. Yeah. um, It can mean anything you want. If I had to put, I have a real problem with words. I think that. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you, I think, that, I think that we can say something and agree on the definition, but it means something entirely different to us personally. Yeah. And God is one of those ambiguous words. Um, so for a lot of people, God is um, the creator. Um, for some people, God is just an internal force. Yeah. Uh, for daddy, God is aliens. <laughs> well, you laugh, well, but I mean, that's yeah, like, there's, I... in all honesty, there is a lot of um, pretty interesting evidence and theories that um, aliens were responsible for our uh, creation, um, like maybe um, it, bio, bio, uh, biological engineering is a thing, uh, in the same way that scientists can make in a petri dish, they can play with cells and make things. Like if you zoom in, like that cell doesn't realize yeah. that a scientist made it. Same concept, right? Maybe there's yeah. something bigger. Maybe it is. Maybe everything in the Bible or the Quran or the Torah is all accurate. Is the Bible in the... I don't know how to say the other two words you said. Quran and Torah? Yeah. Are those all like the same thing, but different religions? Uh, kind of. The Torah is the Jewish text, um, but it's actually the Old Testament of the Bible. You know, the Bible is mm-hmm. the Old Testament and the New Testament. So the Old Testament is the Torah. Oh, okay. Because Jesus was Jewish and he followed the Torah. And the New Testament is the story of Jesus. So it continues. Okay. So where... A lot of you can make the argument that Christianity is a branch of Judaism because in that text they are waiting for the Messiah. Now, um, those three religions, um, which are the, the big three Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, all believe in the same God. Which, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of wars have been committed, a lot of uh, arguments have been made, and a lot of unrest has been caused because people can't seem to agree but it's the same god um but what they disagree on is uh, the messiah so jesus is the messiah of christianity mm-hmm. in um in islam muhammad is the is is the the savior and in judaism they're still waiting nobody has yet come to that has filled that um gap now, it's been a long time since I've taken a theology class. I might not be getting this 100% accurate, but that's generally what it is. Okay. What do you think? What is God to you? You're a Christian. You're a raised mm-hmm. Christian. Well, So you take so, that li- from the text, literally. Is that correct or no? I don't. Meaning uh, what you've read in the Bible, uh, um, God the Creator... Well, I've only read some of the Bible. I sure. haven't read all of it because it's a lot. Yeah, I used to. I used to go to church, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. days that I went to church, we wouldn't read the Bible. We would just learn about God, mm-hmm. 
And then I don't know why, but well, at your age, that's probably a good way to go about it because it's a yeah. lot. It's an overwhelming book. Yeah, I have this little sign in my room that's a prayer that I say every night. Yeah, and it's from the Bible. It's directly from the Bible. Which but, prayer? Um, Do you know? It says, "The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go." Joshua mm-hmm. one nine. Okay, from the book of Joshua. Beautiful. Yeah. So God to me mm-hmm. is the creator, mm-hmm. and yeah, the creator, I guess. Yeah. So he created the world, mm-hmm. and Adam and Eve were the first two people alive. Yeah. So Adam was the first one, and then he took a rib out of Adam to make Eve. To make Eve, that's right. You got a good memory. That's all from Genesis. Do you talk to God? Uh, do you mean like, I, do I pray? I don't know. Do, whatever that means to you. Do you pray, or do you talk, or whatever that means to you? Well, every night, I started this like two three months ago Mm -hmm. i started praying every night yeah and um it helps me go to sleep better and i started it when i was scared one night like i was really scared somebody was gonna break in or something i don't know why but you get anxious sometimes yeah i said i'm gonna start praying every night Mm -hmm. um because i was really scared that night so i started to pray yeah and then i read my little prayer like i do my own prayer yeah and then i read that one and i do that every night is it Calm you down. Yeah, it calms gives me you down. Comfort. It makes it helps me uh, go to sleep and makes and it. I don't know how to say it. Um, lets me know, I guess, that I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. And Someone's looking out for you. Yeah, it's and nothing's gonna happen. I like that. That's good. I think that's the best. I think that's the best way to go about it. I do the same thing. I think you and I have a different idea of the word God. Yeah. But I do exactly what you do. I pray. I don't call it prayer, but I do the same thing. I talk every night to a higher power, um, and that higher power gives me comfort and it makes me feel protected. So um, yeah, you know, I think that you and I probably have very different beliefs. Yeah. But we go through the same process. Um, yeah. This is why it's nice to talk to somebody who's uh, at their core. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? A young person. Too many you get older, you start to get angry about the words. You don't agree with my version of that yeah. word. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, uh, this has been rewarding for me. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Uh, so my friend mm-hmm. who came from Egypt, she was born in Egypt mm-hmm. and she moved to Idaho when she was like three and then she came to California and she was in my class before all the COVID stuff happened. Mm-hmm. But, um, so there was there was this thing at my school. Um, I forgot what it was called, but it was like um, a Bible study, I guess. Yeah. And we would go every morning, or not every morning, um, once a week in the morning, and we would pray and learn different things about God. So it was kind of like a church, but for school. Is it like Sunday school? No, it's, uh, I think it was on Fridays or Thursdays. Okay. So. Was it at the church, though? No, it was in the school library. Oh, the library. Was this a private school or your public school? Cedarwood, my pre- public school. Oh, I didn't think that was allowed. No, uh, I don't know. Are you familiar with church and state? What is I know what church is. <laughs> so there's a rule called uh, the separation of church and state. And the idea is that um, you can't have religion in a public funded, um, meaning funded by the state, mix. It's, it's only for people who want to go. Not everybody has to go, though. Oh, so it's voluntary, so it's okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, we had like we had like um, a Bible club at my school, but it, yeah. it couldn't have been a class, but it was a club. Yeah. I did take a Bible as literature class in high school, which was very interesting. Uh, I took them a couple times in college, actually, too, which uh, I got a lot out of. I thought that was a really great class. But I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Okay. Tell me more about um, your club so or your meeting. My friend asked what that was, and I go... I started to explain it, and I was like, wait, do you believe in God, or does your family believe in God? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no. I go, oh, well then, it's like a Bible study. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a Bible study. And she goes, oh. She goes, do you believe in God? I go, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay. So she didn't judge me for believing in God, and I didn't judge her for not believing in God. Yeah, and why would you, right? I don't know. Who cares, <laughs> right? Oh, that's what they believe. Right on. Yeah. Life continues. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what we need more of, sweetie. Uh, there's too many people who say, you don't think what I think? Well, there's something wrong with yeah. you. No, no, we're just different people. Come yeah. from different places. And the more you travel, too, I hope you do grow up and want to travel and see different I'd things. I like to travel. You're going to start to... I don't like to... I don't... Sorry. No. I don't like to travel like... I don't know how to say this. Like, I don't like to travel by myself right now because... Like, I'm a kid, but, like, when I traveled by myself to go see you, mm-hmm. it was, okay, because I was going to see you. Or right. when I went to go see Mimi. Yeah, you took a plane to see me all, <laughs> all by yourself. Probably because my mom didn't want to drive. But. Well, no, I think it was just more convenient and cheaper <laughs> yeah. to fly. And it was better because it was, what, like a 45-minute flight? Yeah. And it would have been a six-hour drive. 30-minute, flight, six-hour yeah. drive. So that means I got five and a half extra hours with you. Actually, 11 because it would have been a drive back. Yeah. Oh, you did drive back. Sorry. I did? Yeah, I remember we met mom at like Denny's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I think she dropped off Morgan then. Me and Morgan switched, I think. No, you didn't switch. Oh. It was Morgan's birthday, and we went, we drove to um, the Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah, Because remember, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons in the yeah. car on the ride up. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I tried to play it with Kevin, mom, Morgan, and me just alone in the car. Wasn't as fun, huh? No, it wasn't very, it wasn't very good. Well, it's, uh, you were just learning, too. I was learning, yeah. too. It's hard to play when you're in the car. Yeah. And it was also hard because they were Well, nobody just, knew the rules. They were just... No, they did. I explained it. They were just being boring. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you have to have an imagination for that yeah, game. Yeah, they were like, all right, let's go eat at the buffet. <laughs> like, Come on, guys. You have to be adventurous. You had a hard time with that, too, remember? Yeah. You had a hard time at first, but then... Um, well, no, like when me and you play, we mm-hmm. don't really. We just I don't go off the last of. Time we played. Uh, it's hard with my work schedule. Yeah. Working the nights, but uh, hopefully uh, we can do something soon. That'll be fun. Yeah. I want to ask you. We can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it. But how is your anxiety going? You were saying that was giving you some trouble recently. It's. I haven't gotten much of it lately. It's been better. Yeah. Uh, I only get it like when I'm scared. Like how earlier I told you the when I started to say prayers and stuff when I was super scared yeah I only get it when I'm super scared like that and I like um one night I was like I was in my bed and my okay so at my dad's house I always close my curtains Mm -hmm. because I don't want like Dad, this is what dad says. he doesn't want people looking in my room. Right. Like who would go in my courtyard? But still, that makes sense. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So I always close my blinds, and then I think it was the night that I went with you. Uh, my blinds were closed completely, and I came back to the house after hanging out with you, and my blinds were open a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I called mom and I was like, I'm scared because when I left, my uh, blinds were closed and now they're open a little bit. Yeah. So then I checked all over my room. I don't know what I was looking for. Yeah. But I was just checking all over my room, and I was so scared to go to sleep. And I felt like I had a, an anxiety attack. So I was like, because like, it was hard to breathe, and I couldn't, like, I don't know. It was hard to breathe, and yeah. I was just really scared. So I woke mom up. I didn't mean to. I thought she was still awake. But it was like 10 o'clock, so why would I think she was still awake? But You, know, um, you could also always call me if you want. Yeah. I know mom is very comforting. She's very yeah. good at that, so I understand, but I just want to put that out there. I didn't mean to interrupt, but just it's, want to remind you. It's okay. My phone's always on. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, but, so I called her, and I was really scared, and she just told me to relax, mm-hmm. and then we, I FaceTimed her, and we checked my room together again, and then um, I, sat, I sat in my bed, or laid in my bed, and I was just looking at the wall. I was looking at my curtains. I was like, like I could barely breathe. And I was just looking at my curtains, waiting for something. I don't know what I was waiting for. Yeah. But then I just, I don't know. I just felt better, I guess. That's good. And I, I don't know. I fell asleep. <laughs> so that's good then. That You know, you're creating what you're doing. Is you're creating a list of avenues to take. So if a panic attack arises, you say, okay, well... I can call mom, I can investigate myself, I can pray. I have all these different things I can do to combat my anxiety. I learned this new thing when I was looking on YouTube, I guess. I was just scrolling to see a video that I could watch. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw it and it said, 
Um, if you're ever having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, do this. It's like five things you can see, five, four things you can smell, mm-hmm. three things you can taste, and then the list goes on until yeah. it goes to zero. Um, and they said to do that until uh, you feel better. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had an anxiety attack since the time that I just said. Yeah. But next time I do, I'm going to try that. Like, I don't want to have another anxiety attack, but if I do... Uh, I'll try that and I'm going to see if it works. That's a very uh, classic trick used. I hate, I hate to call it a trick. That's a very uh, helpful tool to use that a lot of people... Helpful way. Yeah. A lot of people will do different things of the same thing you're describing. But what it is, it's just making your brain... When you're having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, your brain is running at a million miles a minute, right? It feels like time is sped up and it's like just your heart is pounding. Yeah. So it's occupying your brain. One of the things they say is to... Uh, um, list streets from the neighborhood you grew up in. What, like you say, listing sights and sounds and smells. Yeah. Uh, um, lyrics of songs. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different things. Just occupying your mind on something arbitrary that is almost endless until your body kind of uh, responds and 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 uh, and slows itself down. I had myself a little panic attack. I shouldn't call it a panic attack. It's different. It's called mania. Mania is like the opposite of depression. It's like if depression slows you down and makes you sad, mania is where everything gets turned up. And it's past joy. It's not really excitement. Yeah. It's almost like um, somebody pressed the happy button a million times <laughs> and I have no reason to be happy, but I have all this energy. Have you seen the... It's very strange and... Um, it, it took, it took uh, one of the things that helped me is um, uh, exercise. Just start working out at three in the morning for no yeah. reason. Because <laughs> it'll force me to do something with that energy. And then I meditate, which is how I pray. Uh, my air quotes, that's how I pray. Um, and that helped a lot. Also, these lights, which was your idea, by the way. The, the lights that you have in your room. I looked up light therapy. Yeah, you told me about Did that. Did I tell you about that? The... the correlate with different things so purple which is what you have it set on mm-hmm. right now is the anti-anxiety color really it, yes it is so i'll go down the colors the red is uh, to Sleeping. improve circadian rhythms yes it helps you sleep blue is to keep you calm purple is anti-anxiety yellow is anti-depression um orange is supposed to stimulate creativity and green is supposed to stimulate cellular growth so whether it works or not it's nice to be able to be like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. Let me click it on purple. Because then it's it's me physically doing something. I, I, I now have, okay, I've done something to help. Whether it works or not, your mind is telling you, hey, you've taken a step. And that helps. Um, something to think about. Because you have the lights too. I looked up light therapy and one of the things... You did? Well, I looked up like... what. Well, yeah, I looked up some light therapy. And I love said, that you're researching things. Go ahead. I just love <laughs> and it that. And it said blue was to calm you down mm-hmm. and to help you feel better. Mm-hmm. Like if you're sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a soothing color. Yeah. So that's what I used the other day. Blue is good for calming. Um, I don't want to say why I used it because I don't want to share you, that. You can if you want, but you don't ever have to. But yeah, I used that the other day and it really helped me. Good. I'm glad. Purple too. Purple's for anti-anxiety, but blue is very calming. Yeah. I use blue as my neutral color. Uh, so when I, anytime, because the lights are always on. Yeah. I don't only use it when I need something to happen. Yeah. They're just always on. So blue is my standard. Just, it's always on. That's blue. mine too. Like I put it down when I, when I go to sleep because mm-hmm. it helps calm me down. Like if I was doing something really exciting yeah. before, like running around or I don't know, like doing something i guess it helps calm me down and i sleep with it i just fall asleep i guess so i just keep it on there like the whole time unless i i want to change it to a different color yeah that's the way to go yeah i thought about putting them in my room but i like them in the living room i need my room to be dark because i sleep in the day yeah so my room's blacked out it's weird waking up you never know what time it is or where you're at yeah box in there it's like a casino (laughs) i have a question for you okay you asked me this earlier. What did you want to be when you were growing up? I always wanted to be a comedian. Really? Oh, yeah. Ever since I was a little boy. Didn't, 
sorry. Okay. Did you play the clarinet when you were? I did. It was okay. just I just enjoyed it. though. Yeah. I just liked music. I know you and mom did that. I know mom did it, and yeah. I thought you did it. So I was just making sure. I did. I played we for talk- about three years. We um, were talking about me playing the violin. And it came up to my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I liked it. Uh, I think. Um, I think it just interested me. It was never a passion. It was yeah. just like, oh, that would be cool to do. I just wanted to try yeah. things. I did a lot of things when I was younger that I picked up and put down, which is important to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used the one that they provided from school. And then on my third year, my dad bought me a clarinet. And then I quit. <laughs> right after he bought it. Did you sell it? I think he might still have it. I don't know. He paid a lot of money for it. He, that's why I think that was probably the last time he invested in me. <laughs> I want, well, I'm going to sound greedy when I say this, and I don't mean to. You're 11 years old. You're not greedy. <laughs> you're just a child. <laughs> I want mom or dad to buy me a violin mm-hmm. because uh, one of the girls in my strings class, she has her own violin, and she's on book two, yeah. which is middle school. Um, middle school strings because she has a class and she can't we can't take classes besides school ones if we don't have our own violin yeah so i want to get my own violin so i can i don't know i want to be top of the class do you think you're gonna stick with the violin forever not forever okay i definitely want to do it in middle school okay um and I guess I'll see in eighth grade if I still want to do it in high school. Right. Well, it's just violins are expensive, is why I asked. Yeah. And they do provide them. The school provides you violins. Yeah. So, I mean, knowing that, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you, you can always sell it, but. Yeah. Be sure that you want, you really want it before you ask for one. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they, uh, your interests change very quickly. Yeah. I didn't uh, buy a guitar until I was playing guitar for a little while, you know. I had uh, I had borrowed my friends. I was the only one of my friends that didn't play a guitar. Really? So, yeah, so that's why I picked it up, really, is because all my friends were playing, and I didn't have anything to do. <laughs> I would sit there, and I'd pluck on their guitars, and be like, I don't know how to do this thing. I still don't really know how to play that well. I'm not... Uh, not a great guitarist. Yes, you are. I appreciate that. I know some. I know uh, how to get around on it, but I'm not a great guitarist. And uh, you know, anytime I play with other people, they look at me. They're shocked. They're like, oh, what, "What? You don't know how to play this fucking thing?" It's uh, just. It's just a big pen to me. I love to write music. I love to write yeah. lyrics. Um, and uh, I think I have a good sense of rhythm in my head. Yeah. And I know how to put things in order to make it sound good. But as far as like technically like performing it or presenting it, it's not my strength. I don't know. Maybe I'll get over that one day. I got a lot of insecurities. They don't hear you nod. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want that brookie, don't you? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. All right. There it is. Thank you for listening to my conversation with my kid sister, Kaylee. I come back next week for the continuation. Of course, uh, when our other sister Morgan found out that Kaylee did an episode, she demanded that she do an episode as well. It was a spite episode, but as it turns out, it was a pretty good time and a pretty fun listen, too. I hope you'll come back and join us next week for the second half of this two-parter. Take care.